Hello, 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 and welcome to We The People podcast. I'm your host, Jay Conze. I want to thank everyone for tapping in and making themselves available and open to receive this podcast. It's uh, It's been a labor of love, um, considerable amount of challenges, delays, setbacks, but that's what makes the destination all the more valuable, you know, really it's the journey. And, you know, it's not struggle of, it's not pain. It's just being aware and accepting the fact that no matter how far we grow, we're always challenged to continue to grow. That That's the motivation there. Okay. So uh, <laughs> excited to bring this episode to you all that I'm not even doing the traditional level of housekeeping. So having said that, I want to thank everyone once again. You can find us on Instagram, We The People Podcast, or Podcast We The People, actually, on Instagram, as well as on Twitter, at Meditation J. I need to post on there a little bit more. Also, we have a Facebook group, We The People Podcast Facebook group. Um, tap into that. That's still coming along and in process. Yes, but we are back at it, back here, having the opportunity to do yet another episode and I'm really excited about it. Um, I've been looking forward to just being at this point. You know, I had uh, some surgery, some setbacks, and just again, We The People Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Conze. I have a background in clinical mental health counseling as well as business development, as well as enterprise account management and clinical research. Uh, But that's enough about me. This is more about us, We The People, and drum roll, bam, bam, bam. We are here. So I wanted to jump into this episode. The title of this episode is called Controversy. It's something that we should always avoid, yet is never always avoidable. Uh, So controversy, and I really wanted to discuss it in three veins. Uh, There's the controversy we create with and about ourselves in our head. And there's the controversy that we project into situations. Uh, And lastly, how we let controversy affect ourselves, the response. That's always the most critical thing in anything we have to do in life is the response, because that's literally almost the majority of the time anything that we ever really have control over. I'd like to start this. I always like to start things when we're talking about a topic or a one word uh, title like that, like controversy. I prefer to always work back from the working definition. So uh, dictionary definition of controversy. Uh, Disagreement, typically when prolonged, public, or heated. I don't know if I'm 100% in love with that. Uh, I would say, like Webster's would probably say, quarrel or strife, or a discussion marked especially by the expression of opposing views. Uh, that That's fair. That's adequate. I could, I could live with that. Um, you know, and we are going to come in, if we ever have any attempt to be our authentic selves, we are going to come into controversy 
strife, with things we love, with things we hate, with things we're uncomfortable, with things we are not really aware of. It's just unavoidable. So where I would like to start with this would be the controversy of the mind. And when I say the controversy of the mind, I want to refer that specifically in terms of what we create in our in our heads. So the first, before we hear anything from other people, we start crafting a narrative in our in our heads. I always like to say, you have to train yourself to become your best friend. Um, it, it sounds weird off the top of the head, but the reality is that we are not trained to be our best friends. We have to train ourselves to do that. Because more often times when something happens and you think, what if I fail? The first place that negative thought comes from is us. That's the reality of it. So it's really a matter of how do I change the self-talk? And more importantly, how do I get to a point where the subconscious self-talk changes? Because when that changes, our perspective changes, our confidence changes, and inadvertently our ability changes. So you literally get better already just by believing in yourself. It doesn't make you dilute you of having to do things, but even if you're at the bottom, you will be better. You will perform better simply by just believing in yourself. That's step one. Now, if you want to validate that belief so it can grow, so you can be to your best potential, you have to do the work. The work meaning whatever requires a preparation or availability to be in the space that you're looking to be your most positive self. Uh, you know, it's very important because conflict usually starts internally. There may be something we're subconsciously uncomfortable with, and we say things like, what if they don't like it? Or what if people, because we're anxious about our feeling and acceptance. And the first thing we have to do for that to have, you know, some staying power or even be able to be affected is be, be aware, acknowledge, and transparent about, like, this is a problem for me. And, you know, this is something I've struggled with with myself because, you know, the wanting to fix it can, you know, fly in the face of the process taking place. It's trial, error, reminding yourself. And this is not by any means endorsing anything as a settling of a, of a so to speak, fuck up. This is really ultimately at its core just about acknowledging and being accountable and every level there's not like you know people always say oh you're grown I you should have learned this I, f I feel like there's we are we are constantly learning and relearning the same things just from different vantage points in life so it's like you learn how to share you know that's when you when you have something right you learn at that level like as a child and then you learn how to share being the person who's divvying up resources you know, as you get older. So it's like we're relearning, we're relearning the granular and more high level fine points of the same lessons as we move through different stages of the life cycle. So, you know, it's important to see it, you know, you got it, you'll, you'll handle it how you handle it, whatever mistake you have, and then you'll be able to, you know, recap but you're going to see it again. So, and we like to think we learned it and it's out the way. No, we learned it for this leg of the race, but if we keep going as we're tasked to, we will have to learn this again. So it, that's why patience is important because in life, it usually a lot of the times 
we're learning the same lessons because it's like a tunnel. And, you know, when you go through those mining tunnels, as you go, like more lights turn on They're Let's say they're triggered by motion. Right. So you go further and it illuminates the path further. So, you know, it's it's that's what keeps you humble. You know, you're not there. You know, there's more to see. So no matter how far you get, the goal is to see what's ahead. So that's why you have to stay in the present moment. The present moment lets you know. I still can't see in front of me. I have to have an element of belief, of, of, of personal faith to go forward in the face of uncertainty. But you also have the resource of your experiences, which is all that stuff that happened in the past, path that can either give you actual knowledge and experience or at the very least belief and faith to move forward. So knowledge, experience, and belief and faith those are like literally the key drivers of what propel us, um, you know, financially uh, in our relationships. Every aspect, you have to have that. You have to have belief, you have to have faith, and you have to be able to utilize experience. Experience is not just knowing things have happened to you. It's actually being able to understand them. And it took me the longest time. And I even learned with understanding there's layers. There have been, you know, controversial or trying times or times of where I've been at like my biggest shortcoming. And what I would notice was, um, you know, okay, I get it. You know, I figure it out of that situation, but then I'm at another point and where I was maybe having to learn to be tough or at one point of that same problem, when I saw it again, or looked at it from a different, looked at it from a different vantage point as I advanced in life, I had different feelings and understanding of that. You know, you learn a little bit of empathy, like, yeah, you know, this person, like, it's a thing to try and not get it. It's not just you need to keep going. But then you also learn, like, when you're dealing with people who are in the process or in the midst of their push, uh, what what is that like? What does it do? What do you think they might need? So you can try to make somebody else's journey a little bit better. And, you know, Sometimes I hate to say it, you you even ultimately learn by making a few folks journey a little bit harder. And you know, you want to regret that. That's why it's like when you're responsible, you know, just understanding our responsibility, you know, it's men don't realize that sometimes in their relationships, people don't realize that in terms of what other people need. Everyone has a responsibility to the people they're connected to. And as to them. You know, the, the no man is an island. That That is a very true, true, true statement. So uh, how we internally deal with our conflicting emotions is the start of controversy. If we don't like something and we're aware of it and we go against it or try to go through it, it still lingers in the sense that anytime, anytime someone's looking, we're wondering if they're thinking about that one thing we're uncomfortable of. Or we're also wondering if they're noticing the same judgment that we made or, you know, if they dislike it. So it is a, a, a very critical thing to recognize some of the controversy we're creating, you know, because it's it's going to really affect our perception and perception governs your real experience, unfortunately. So being aware of that. Being able to speak to it, uh, you, you know, as a human being, you're not, we're not going to immediately stop it from happening, but to recognize 
I'm, I'm spiraling a little bit, or this is catastrophizing. I think that is something that's important. That is important. People say, you know, I'm not in control. I don't know. It's important to be aware just to, you can be aware and still not be in control. So it's important to recognize that in that capacity. Uh, now the external part of controversy, meaning the pre-work, right? Um, I started with basically in our head, which is a form of the internal pre-work, but the external pre-work is really navigating what's authentic to us um, is first and foremost, that's key. Like you, if you know your habits or you know what you do, you tend to know you're in this particular you space or you function this particular way, that is hugely impactful. Uh, another element of this is going to be understanding your, where you belong in the world, understanding where you are at the present time and your aspirations and understanding how to navigate conversations where you can express yourself and protect yourself. Um, you know, people say things like, I want to be able to say what I want that. And I respect that we should, um, I've, I always noticed it's not so much what we say, but oftentimes how it's articulated. And, you know, people don't oftentimes like engaging what they feel like is politics or, um, you know, I don't care how people feel. You literally care how people feel because you care about how you feel and you're communicating your feelings. So therefore you're conscious of that. So it's, it's real and it's there. Um, but, you know, to, to just refocus uh, some of those statements a little bit. Yeah, you really have to understand, you know, it, you know, and it's tough to do. It takes practice after a while. But what do I benefit from engaging in this? Is there, and what benefit or harm does it come to me or beyond me in engaging in this, this interaction or this conversation? Because we oftentimes feel compelled by peer pressure and really peer pressure is the, is the lack of weight we put on our own thoughts and the overemphasis of the thoughts and feelings of others. You know, so it's, it's, it's a real thing. Uh, but moving into that, um, just navigating that, like uh, conversations, uh, you know, it's, there's a power in staying in your lane. And that's why I say fo your purpose. When you have, when you're moving very purposeful, you don't get caught up as oftentimes in the mundane, trivial or unnecessary occurrences of what happened when people have too much of a lack of focus, right? So uh, having said that, that's why it's important to have your focus because it keeps you, it governs a lot of your ability to stay out of controversy as opposed to having any specific status or sharing any thoughts. When we're focused and we're productive and we're, you know, we have sound body, mind and health, we tend to just wish people well. You don't tend to be, you speak less about problems and more about solution. Um, and, you know, less about, less about like, uh, you know, less about just steps and more about scale and structure. Um, you know, I think we under, we don't emphasize the importance enough of the big picture. That's just the reality of it. 
And controversy can just happen sometimes, not necessarily from any one group being wrong, but or one person being wrong in a conversation, but oftentimes just a limitation of perspective. So really trying to see the forest from through the trees or looking at the big picture sometimes may make you understand why you actually need to take a loss to get ahead. And I'm a living proof of that. And I also think it's a factor, but sometimes you have to go down to come exceedingly up. And this is not saying being willing to just take a slap in the face, but this is really understanding how valuable and how critical you are to the mission of your life because you're the only one who can do it you know like we've been we've been put here and we've been trusted with minds you know hearts bodies to to move through this experience and we are the only person that can fulfill our purpose you know it's why i said if you're nobody you're still the most important word person in your universe uh, of course, you know, oftentimes too, you have kids, but th they can't get taken care of without you. You are, we are our most important priorities. And the way we show love to our priority and purpose is by valuing and maintaining our priorities. But yeah, so that is the, the external piece. Um, but the biggest swath of this conversation, I would have to say, I swath, I don't know, I feel like I said that weird. But anyway, uh, the biggest piece to that would literally have to be, have to be, uh, to me, is uh, what do we do when we are in controversy? Because I talked about, you know, internally, some of the pre, I mentioned internally, mentioned how we interact with it when it exists, I will, how we avoid it if to the extent we can with external controversy. But this is really, how do we handle being in the midst of it? When you can't, there's some bullets in life, you, you can't dodge, you just gotta survive. Um, and we wanna avoid as many as we can, that's why the pre-work is important. But when it happens, what do you do? How do you survive? How do you maintain your level of clarity or keep your psyche open? How do you not allow you know, this negativity to consume or distract you. And this is probably the most important thing because the shit can come from anywhere, but the ability to to navigate it or to maintain it or to, to process it, but not let it taint the whole system is gonna be super, super important. You know, you have to be, sometimes you have to maintain before you can uh, seek retribution. You know, it's like um, if, there's a war and you know sometimes you know the an opposing army will really need to either wait take some extra days after they lost the battle in order to move further ahead in the war so sometimes it's required you know victory uh, unfortunately what we perceive to be victory is not always valiant nor thrilling or heroic it's thoughtful deliberate and consistent it's not as decisive as we think, but um, to stay true to topic, yeah. What, what when that pressure comes, or when you know something is off, or you have the sense of you're being spoken about? Yes, we can address. You can address that. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, we're all adult people, and we know what decisions we can live and not live with. And some of us are not adults, but we're all at one point in life, oftentimes many very earlier than we realize, 
have the be in the position to basically have to make a decision that's just going to be what it is set in stone. That's just what it is. Um, so we're going to have to make those decisions at times. But the the reality is, you know, how do you not let the noise drown out the sounds you need to hear? Because it can be very distracting to feel like you're under attack. It is a, it's, it, it can it literally it turns into things like PTSD. So what happens is, you know, how do you find a fatal function? How do you, you know, having developing a system of what's, what you, what you will just not tolerate, what you're willing to sacrifice for. So you have boundaries and then that makes it much available because you're not just feeling like you're succumbing to anything. When anything is outside of those boundaries, you have the autonomy uh, and the, and the courage and the, and the ability and clarity to address it. You know, how we, how we position ourselves can be a powerful way to increase our ability to, to hold some other people accountable. Like for example, you know, you start working together, right? You got a collective group now, so you have a louder voice. So now when you talk, there has your thoughts and concerns have to be taken into consideration more. So, you know, you increase, you basically increase your influence by being, you know, together by being open. So that's a, a part of how you would look at, you know, this, this, you have to be open. You have to be open. You have to understand there are going to be times where depending on the situation, the controversy can be so compelling. You don't just do it by yourself. It's literally not just stoic. You're going to have to be able to utilize other people. You're going to have to learn the hardest trick can be, which is being transparent and strong at the same time. So exposing your vulnerabilities, but having to be confident in what you have and what you and what you and what you don't have, not limiting you to not crushing your faith to achieve things. So, uh, you know, dealing with external controversies, really uh, exercise in learning to win the moment, win the day or the hour, you know, and that puts it in perspective. So if something bad happened at 8.30, you felt uncomfortable, embarrassed in a meeting, you go through the proper channels and you adjust that, you know, you, you're, you're entitled to, uh, at the very least, fair and equal treatment. So with anyone, so, you know, that's something I always advocate address in the way you see fit through uh, whatever channels or means you deem necessary or that's within your organizational structure, whatever. But uh, the reality is uh, on the other side, on maybe the, the social and emotional side of things, you know, you, the best way someone can distract you or distract us is to get us to pay attention to everything they try to do to us. Because then we're anticipating they have, so what they do is they have what we call our, they basically have pr our primary focus. So it's going to limit us in, in terms of what we say, what we're doing, and what we can perceive. So it actually, it's a trick to slow us down. So it's important to really remember what the real driver here is. Like what, what's, the, what's the motivator, you know, like uh, controversy for what? because there are some things 
that are worth hearing about controversy for. We hear it every day when people make decisions to have, you know, elective procedures or X, Y, and Z. There's almost always someone to there to say, are you sure? Is it safe? So this is not completely uncommon ground. Um, but it, it, it's going to be a tough part because, we, you know, as much as I don't care what people think, it's a very nice thing to say, but to, you know, like there's, there's a, a psychological and physical element to the, the weight of the wills of other people pushing against you. You know, and it's a hell of a thing to try to endure, you know, and you're just talking up, you know, people have the people squaring up and just saying, I'm good. That's called looking tough. The, the There's an incredible power of human beings when they get in groups to create structures and environments where it can make people feel so powerless against them. And that's to even the strong. You know, that's why institutions typically crush men. But, but, there's always a but. Uh, you know, it's like the power of belief, the power of, of belief and some know-how and being having the discipline to obtain some know-how is that it can transform what's right in front of us through our perspective in terms of opportunity, ability, where we want to go, what we like. It literally expands the universe. That's what it does. And that's the value of it in relation to having to deal with controversy. That's why it's important as, as much as we can for the people in our circle to communicate with them, to identify their strong suits, where we can support them, where they can support us. And it allows you to maintain a collective strength so their people are available to pour into other people when they're in their moments of controversy. And you can't always think you messed up. Sometimes it's the controversy is often like jury duty. Every once in a while, some point or another, everybody's number is going to get called. So this was a nice little mini episode on controversy. I want to thank everyone for, uh, you know, tapping in once again into these elevated vibes. We the people podcast, and we'll be back to do it again. Peace.